a Shishkin Productions podcast. Chris has actually promised that he will, for our Sizzlers, for our Patreon subscribers, write a feature length <laughs> script using all 32 <laughs> tracks. I will not do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Sizzle Reel Podcast Yo. for yet another week, another go at it, as welcome, they say. Welcome, welcome. We've been trying this show for like 130 episodes. Maybe this one is the one that will take. You know? Yeah, you think so? I think so. I mean, we've had two live shows now. Yeah, we've had two live shows. This one's live in a way. Yeah, I mean, every every show's live remote. in a way. We're remote. We are remote. We are in Boise, Idaho. We're, dry, dry, dry Boise. Yeah, we're covering Tree Fort. Uh, it's the last day right now, and it feels like the last day. You were telling me all week you woke up feeling like spongebob that, that water <laughs> water yeah my lips i don't been, need it my lips, lips have been super chapped um but you can't wait to get back to wet little new york you were saying yeah my, my wet hole <laughs> yeah chris, chris's <laughs> wet little new york hole all right well where can the people find us on uh, the social media <laughs> we're at sizzle real gang on twitter and instagram we are sizzle real gang at gmail.com and of course we have the sizzle real, real gold, gold line, line. Brr. Brr. that is three three two Three 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 forty three sixty one. Did we do that live? No, we Damn. we didn't plug any socials. We just started fucking going. Yeah, huh? we just went for we it. Just went for it. oh, because Megan showed up. Yeah, so we were yeah. like, whatever. Here we go. And also, like everyone who was there at that Knew time us. knows yeah. us. So they got a call in on the cold line though. And we we did make two new fans. We did. That was cool. It's true. And then they came Maybe to see three. the documentary. The engineer well. afterwards was like. You guys got a new fan in me. I thought the show was awesome. Oh, hell yeah. Even though I kept roasting them. I was like, are you going to are you going to actually drink that beer? Or are you just going to fucking hold on to it? Um, that's the thing. You give people free beers and all of a sudden they they like your show. That's kind of how we did it, right? It was a power hour. Yeah. Power, pa- power half hour. Power half hour. I didn't even keep track, honestly, how many minutes. It was. I don't know. I know I had three beers in about 40 minutes. So that's why I got really good at the end. <laughs> we were just crushing. Yikes. Um, Chris, before we introduce our wonderful, beautiful guest who's sitting here, why don't you um, tell me what you've been up to so far? Well, this week, uh, it's, it's it's been a long week. You know, we uh, right before we came to Boise, we stopped in Atlanta. I don't remember if we talked about that or not. I don't think so. Uh, but um, you were working while you were in Atlanta, uh, though. You were doing like MLS shit remote. Yeah, absolutely. So I had uh, a full day of work on Monday. Um, and then Tuesday morning, we flew out here. Uh, you edited the first night, um, mm. a combination of the three of us on the couch edited the second night. Mm. And then the final three nights are all me. Mm. And then t- going into tomorrow, this is like my really tough night. I'm glad it's the last one, but I have, uh, I have to edit the tree fort recap tonight, of course. But I also have MLS starting at like, six in the morning because yeah. you know they're based on the east coast and they need everything by like noon eastern so i have to have everything to them by 10 our time yeah and then maybe maybe i'll be able to take a nap who knows and then i'm going to uh then we're going to the airport i mean for me that was like that's kind of what uh wednesday was like because wednesday i had to like wake up and it was a little different mine was was timed a little bit better mine was more like later into the day mm-hmm. but i had to wake up wednesday and like start the thing that was due at the end of the day wednesday east coast time and then i had to start editing the thing that was due the next morning here so exactly it's uh, it is what it is but we did hit a lick we just discovered that our 16 gigabyte sd card is actually 31 gigs yeah so yeah it, it, 15 free gigs it went the opposite way for once this is the yeah. one that we uh so when we went to new orleans we you might remember that episode big easy crabs Addies. yeah yeah that we we had a another great guest on uh the boss from lacrosse well, we had, oh well, yeah. Yeah, the Krebs Addy himself. Well, there, there were several, there were two guests. Oh, yeah, there was Brian, Philosopher yeah. Brian. Yes. Oh, our guest actually knows Philosopher Brian. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Brian Hartzog was on. That's sick. I just doxed him. Is... Whatever. Oh, whatever. Um, but, no, it was cool because that was the first time I got to meet Brian in person. And then the strip, this is the first time I get to meet uh, our guest in person. Uh, that's also crazy to me. I can't believe you guys have never met. That's yeah. so weird because you guys are kindred spirits in a way. Yeah, we're you know? just big editor you guys are are a reflection of one another maybe foils to one another oh yeah yeah you're like the antagonist and he's the protagonist no actually other way around you're the protagonist he's the antagonist yeah he's always antagonizing yeah that's what antigone we call him antigone we might as well introduce him you want to you want to do the honors oh yeah we have the edit emu himself 
He made it. <laughs> That's Evan, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm out of my St. Louis wet hole. So. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Woo! Was, yeah, nice. Yeah, that, yeah. We still haven't changed the uh, settings on the mobile podcast <laughs> station. I got to turn it up a little bit. Yeah. There, there we go. go. It really hits. Yeah. Um, Evan, what's up, man? You know, um, I'm here live with the guys. You know, I'm ready to sizzle. I'm ready to, to smell that smoke. Yeah, ready to. S- the, 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 we never let the sizzle fizzle. The sizzle almost fizzled. The sizzle has come very close to fizzling. There was several one, times. There was one week where Joe Nana, one of our uh, our producer, actually, oh, yeah. he texted me. He said, "Looks like the sizzle has fizzled because I posted the show like maybe." Uh, I don't know, fucking 12 or 14 hours late. Yeah, well. And then uh, I just told him, I was like, that's weird. You should you should just refresh because it's showing up for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then I posted it. <laughs> <laughs> but now he knows, or maybe not. Who knows? He might have stopped uh, who listening. Cares? Um, Evan, you're, you. this is your what? Second, third, three, four? I think it's my fourth. Fourth, three, four? Ooh. What uh? What? Give me some some big takeaways. What are you What are you thinking? It was the year of muddy shoes and you know mm-hmm. beanies. This was the coldest tree fort ever. Yeah. Um, for and, you and more. Well, I mean, yeah, for me. Because it snowed I, one year big time. Where I we built made a snowman. snowman one year and it was still yeah. colder this year. You I, were at that one with the snowman. Yeah. You thought it was colder this year, huh? All yeah. Right, I, I spent an hour building a snowman one tree fort. That was Damn. that was great. I, I wish I was probably, there. Could we, could we do like two more minutes on weather? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, they, they moved uh, main stage to a park, which is a choice that I'm not down with. Um, you are down not, or not well, down? Well, you know, I'm, I'm conflicted on it. I like that it's in the park because I like parks. I don't like walking there. You know, yeah. I, like, I, I did find myself on the tree line, the bus, which I love. I wish it started a little earlier in the day, but man, squeezing up next to a fiddle player, like inches from his face while he's, his bow is almost going into the ear of the person standing next to him. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I personally, I like the main stage. I, I wouldn't say that I like it more than last year, but I think it's, I think it's totally fine. Like it's, it feels a little bit nicer because before it was literally in a parking lot and like right next to a major street and it was just kind of, I don't know, a weird vibe. This, I I think is, it makes more sense. It's more like a traditional festival, which I think is part of the reason that you're not a big fan. I, I think for, for our purposes, mostly for me, why I'm not a big fan is because we're all staying at this hotel yeah. and it's like a le- legit, like a 20 minute walk almost right. to it get is. to the main stage. And honestly, more shit is happening over there than over here. So going there coming back is like it's a whole exercise we we all we tried to look for hotel rooms like a yeah. hotel right there but they were all booked if we could all have stayed like right there in the center i probably would have liked it a lot more because we could have been bopping in and out and like now we have to be like okay spend all day shooting and we'll just dump footage at 10 p.m which has been fine that's not a big deal yeah, but yeah, yeah. i like to kind of pop into my room every so often well know? yeah i remember last year uh, the way we had it set up for footage dumps was you know we had a gear room because we, we had the dock crew and the, the recap crew. So we basically mm-hmm. just needed it. Uh, but it connected to my room and anyone could like a bunch of people had keys to the yeah. gear room. Yeah. So anytime they were over there, they could just dump their own footage and you know, mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about it and they could, they didn't have to worry about it either. They could, you know, whenever they're going back to the hotel, that's when they dump. I will, year, I will say, like, I feel like this year people are also shooting less, which is good. Like yeah. they're not like overshooting like crazy. Yeah. And definitely. you've been able to have like, pretty solid v1s like ready by like 1 a.m almost yeah night. yeah usually 1 1 30 but yeah it's been it's been fine i've been shooting on my phone it's That's true tight dude That's this true. The new phones the cinematic mode is dope it is. it's getting it's getting in the thing this time i think i think they look great during the daytime i think the indoor nighttime shots but when they when the stage is lit nicely they they kind of work you yeah know? like even that one that or the crowd is lit like that one guy where i got close up on yeah him, that, one, that one's like, good this, the light that hit him nice you know what i mean but um they're good for outdoor you're right outdoor daytime shots it like something about the way the iphone you know what sucks about it though is when you bring it into oh premiere, yeah you have to do like some sort of weird HDR compensation. Yeah, it has like a rec lot 2020. Into it. light. It's like, what is this shit? And it actually doesn't look as good in Premiere as right. it does on your phone. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. I know. But I'll, I'll figure it out at some point, but I'm not probably this not, this, not this year. Yeah. Mm. But it's, uh, I mean, is it your last year? Is it my last year? Are you done with Tree Fort? 
I, it, it just depends. Like, if I'm allowed back, I'll, I'll probably come back. But <laughs> they find out what you did. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris has been selling off all of the uh, tree fort data to China. Yeah, well, shit. China's our, our food's here. Our food's here. Um, why don't you? Why don't we just take a break and then when we come back, we'll get into the actual meat of the show, the trope creep, um, sizzling sixteen, edit eight, and all that. Yeah, sure. And uh, then then we'll be done with the show. All right, all right. I'll be right back. Welcome back, Sizzlers. To the no spin zone. Uh, with Alexi and Crossy. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Chris earned a new name in Idaho. I they call him the Bussy Crossy. Yeah. How did, that's a new one. How did yes, that happen? Yeah, no, one. this is very new. Uh, someone mistyped it, uh, you instead of I, and it turned to Cross. Oh, so, Crossy. Damn. You th- you'd think that autocorrect would, would figure that it one out. It changed it from Chris to Cross. <laughs> I was like, Siri, remind Chris Cross. Chris Cross. Cross, Cross. Yeah, now, Cross. Now, Siri, remind, <laughs> remind Cross to text Richard about the chairs. So does it, does it remember it for you now or do you type now, cross and it it no now, now i like swipe type chris and it like is like crossy and i'm like okay so <laughs> there you okay. go okay you're crossy all right well uh let's not waste any time this is the, the final <laughs> yeah. yeah let's not waste time yeah like 130 <laughs> episodes of it. you're listening to this in between your busy schedule <laughs> yeah, look look there's a show i want to see at 3 30 maybe i don't know um <laughs> well, yeah it's right recording this at noon so we do have three more hours yeah totally yeah um the uh, it is the final day of the Sizzle Reel Trope Creep Invitational Bracket Madness Tournament. Tournament. Uh, so that's the unwritten part. Of are, it. are we in the Sizzling Sixteen right now? I think we're in the Sizzling Sixteen. And yeah. then we uh, we have the Edit Eight and the the final, final cut. cut. Four. Yeah. yeah. So let's just jump right in to the southeast region. The southeast region. We have anti-frustration features. Before we do this, just real quick, we're going to remind people. Okay. This is the first. What this is, is it's a count, it's a bracket about random tropes in writing and television yeah. and movies and pop culture. And the way we got these is we picked them randomly. We've already got through the first round. Yeah. So if you um, want to hear that, go back and listen to the episode. If you're listening to this without listening to the last two, then uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. If you're but listening to this at all, <laughs> don't really know why you're doing that. Um, but yeah, the uh, the first matchup is anti-frustration features versus hellhole prison. Yeah. Um, now, anti-frustration features. Well, let's, let's, add, let's put the guest on the spot. Let's pimp him out. You, okay. you, got, you know what these are? This one looks like more of like a game thing than like a TV show thing. Anti-frustration yeah. it, features. It does seem to be. Yeah, basically, what, if you don't, if you can't beat the level, you can just skip it or more or less. Or yeah, something. yeah. Like if you die enough times, it will just like give you angel wings or whatever, yeah. like invincibility. And it's like, yeah. all right, you suck at this game. But just, just you can have this level, right? You couldn't pass your driver's test, but we'll let you take it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can yeah. get your ass on the road. You can get a motorcycle license. How about that? You know what I mean? Um, and it's going up against Hellhole Prison, and this is, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's like the uh, I don't know Matt H King Memorial Arena. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, you know, it's a prison where things are very bleak, and you know, there's torture, like no, no help. And, you know, it's yeah. just just a bad place to what be. What you in here for, newbie? <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, so you've been before. I can tell. Clank, clank, motherfucker. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, there was this one like reality show where they had to like escape a prison and they tried to make it be like a hellhole prison, but it was just like an old Australian prison or something like that. Oh, I don't know. No. I couldn't even remember the name of the show if I'm being honest. Oh, uh, mole. It was mole. mole. It was they, they rebooted the mole for uh, for Netflix. I did not watch that. The mole's fucking good? cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. I want them to do Celebrity Mole again. (laughs) Yeah, that would be good. They did Celebrity Mole back in like 2005 or some shit. And I read the whole Wikipedia page for it. I was like, I like this show. (laughs) Good show. They should find like a bunch of canceled celebrities and the one who actually wins like goes to jail for real. We should. uh, I was thinking about turning Tree Fort into a, a survivor type thing where every day at the end of the day, everyone does a vote. And whoever gets the like most votes gets sent back to New York. <laughs> so by the last day, there's like two people Tree trying to make their survivor. video. We're pretty good. It's a way to, yeah. Do you have any questions budget. about the actual matchup? I mean, I'm looking at a prison versus something that's meant to make me un- not frustrated. To me, it seems pretty easy. Uh, which one I would prefer to see more of in my life? I'm um, just gonna put. It, put it out there. I think Hellhole Prison is is a is a sick concept, and you can get a lot more juice out of that. You can get a lot more story out of that. You know, anti frustration features. It's just like Pong didn't have that. Well, Tetris didn't have that. Uh, uh, well, right. 
punk kind of sucks. You know, when I saw <laughs> King Kong in movies, they had an intermission in that movie. I felt like that was an anti-frustration That's an anti-frustration feature for sure. <laughs> I need to take a piss and I don't want to miss anything. Also, uh, also, like, it's a great time to leave. That's also nice. You know? Oh, if it's a bad movie? I think, yeah, I think an anti-frustration feature in a movie theater is a door. So you can just get out of there. Okay. Uh, could make a really fucking cringy joke. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> you guys ready to vote? I'm impressed by your restraint. I know, only on mic. Uh, you guys ready to vote? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's I'm gonna do vote. it. We're going to count down three, two, one, and we'll say the one we think should advance, okay? Three, two, one. Hellhole Prison. Wow. Yeah, Hellhole Prison obviously advances. Way more the of one. Did I just convince you at the end there? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I quite understand anti-frustration features, so I mean, I'm it's, going with clarity on this point. I think the, it's just a week. It's, it's just kind of weak, you know, yeah, as yeah. far as All traps right. go. All right, well, next next matchup. All right, next matchup is Medium Shift Gag versus Salaryman. Um, yeah. So... Evan, do you, do you get these? I'm gonna let's start to have Evan. Sa- try salary man is obviously the guy that you just you identify with if you're a loser in the movies. You know, you're just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not creative. I'm only here to make money. My life is shit, and the the you know, there really doesn't look like any good thing coming for me. Which is often, which o- is a great trope because it's like obviously something has to happen. He can't yeah. be sta- salary man the whole movie. Well, it's also just like the overworked like peon, you know, like the wage slave, you know, chained to the suit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So to me this week, that was Graham. Oh yeah. Graham was not part of, <laughs> Graham decided to go, he went uh, official basically. He's now like on the tree fort staff. Yeah. He, he they, went above us. Oh man. They loaded him up with gigs. Here we are spitting here for two hours, eating sandwiches and talking on microphones to our nobody. And, <laughs> to our nobody. And uh, Graham is probably out shooting a million shows. He's, he's been up. He's not a boot licker. He's a bark licker at this point, right? He's, oh, oh man. Tree licker. He, he's been, he's been up since like 9am every time he's overworked. So to me, yeah, GB he, is the salary. He hasn't man. been like hanging out late or anything. Normally I, feel, he's, I feel bad for him. Yeah, well, I feel bad for everyone. Well, what's the medium All shift gag? Uh, the medium shift gag is, uh, <clears throat> the, the main example we've been using is in SpongeBob, you know, there's one scene where it goes from the traditional animation to all of a sudden they're like real life puppets on camera. Uh, and basically, you know, also in this tournament is the art shift gag. That yes. is a little bit different. That's where you you stay animated, uh, but with different techniques, uh, different styles. This one is an entirely different, you know, it's basically going from animation to real life or whatever. Right. Yeah, for me, like the the medium shift gag was epitomized in the uh, best picture winner. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That mm. was that was an amazing use of that that gag over and over, just constantly surprising you with like this film was going to change. They're going to be rocks at one point, and it's going to be subtitles. You know, yeah. I remember seeing that movie in the in, in theaters, and somebody just being like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> I, I watched it on a on a plane, and. Uh, the, the plane landed before I could finish it. So mm. I, I have like seven minutes. <laughs> that was a real left. medium shift gag. Yeah. <laughs> right into real life. <laughs> I have like seven minutes left and I still haven't finished it. Um, are we ready to vote on yeah, this Yeah, let's one? do it. Okay. Three, two, one. Salary medium shift, shift gag. That, okay. I should have I should have taken the time to defend myself. I think salary man is like a better, you can get more out of it. Medium shift mm. gag at the end of the day is just a gag. Salary man's like a character. You know what I mean? But uh, you, guys, you guys say what certainly you tropier. He's yeah, he's very tropey. I think I think no, <laughs> no. Oh my bad. Sorry, yeah, I put the wrong one. Yeah, I was okay. scorekeeper. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I shouldn't be keeping score on this. I'm, I'm biased. All right, Evan, why don't you take us into this next region? Crying gonna, at your own birthday party versus love can make you gunk. <laughs> I have no idea what gunk means, but you get it right. If yeah. I say it like that, like yeah. gunk, <laughs> like your, some part of your brain just falls out. And I, just, I feel like the love can make you gunk one ever since we kind of found out like the term for it, like gonk. I feel like we've been making jokes about that for the last like week. Yeah. Randomly. It's uh, like, well, well I, don't, I don't even know why. It's like when you see like the, this chicken sandwich, wow, yeah, or something <laughs> like that. But, I feel like love can make you gonk. It sounds like a band that's playing tree for it right honestly, now. Yeah, it does. And so does crying at your birthday party. That's though. true. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, crying I mean, at your birthday party is also kind of a powerful trope. It's a it's a fun one, you know, because it like subverts everything. You can make it comedy. It's hilarious, you know. Yeah, I mean, but, you, I feel like that would most 
commonly happen in a sitcom, something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. you, if you do, you can't, you can't over, if you do it in a drama, it's like, then it's just, just lame. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, no one signed up for this shit. You know what I mean? Evan, you got any kind of thoughts on, I mean, on yeah, this match? Did you guys already talk about the mask? I mean, the mask, I feel like, was the epitome of the love can make you gone. That's you know? a great oh, one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, the one I always go back to is the, um, the Warner Brothers, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, nurse. For me, it's always, um, just, just like just cartoons in general, like yeah. whether it's like Tom and Jerry or some, I don't know, some shit like that. Yeah. I just, I love animation for it's, uh, for the, the, the physics gags. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You like those animation physics? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's the epitome of that. I will say for crying at your birthday party, you could probably pull a lot more story out of that. Yeah. Which, which is, yeah. That's what Love I've been kind of gonk. using for my. It's kind of a one trick pony. Yeah. I been, like it. I've been using like story and character and like div- plot development for my standards. You know, I haven't asked earlier, oh, how should I judge these? So do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Chris judges it by the physics. That's what he cares about. Basically. <laughs> the words you like saying the most. Um, all right. You guys ready to <laughs> yeah. judge this one? All right. Three, I'm ready. Two, one. Love gonk. can make you gonk. Yep. 100%. I tried to uh, misdirect you there at the end, but I mean, look, crying at your birthday party, it, it is good. There's more you can do with it, I think, but also, I think it's also one dimensional. Like, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's just the one thing. Yeah, but yeah. it can be like an inciting incident or something. You know, yeah, I, mean? I cried at my own birthday party one time. I, I host, hosted a uh, Super Smash Brothers tournament and I got knocked out in the first round. <laughs> oh, and I, I no. wanted to start it over, and that did not happen. <laughs> How, How old, old are you? Twenty five. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, I was gonna say, uh, you may. I was gonna say maybe the other subversion of it: crying tears of joy at your own birthday party. Oh that's yeah, awesome, some like Hollywood shit. Yeah, that's cornball action. Yeah, I mean, yeah. remember that? That was uh, me this year. Remember that um, Curb episode where they did like the living funeral <laughs> or whatever? I was like from this season. Yeah, the guy. The guy basically had a funeral for himself. Um, <laughs> just because he wanted to see how everyone would react. Oh, Bender does that in an episode yeah. of Futurama. God damn it. Simpsons, the Simpsons did it. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, Evan, you want to round out this part of the bracket for sure. us? Sure. We have the I Am Becoming song up against emotional regression. Mm. Um, emotional regression is what it sounds like, you know. The yeah. Character a ca- a gets character. older, but they... They become less mature. L- more mature. Yeah. Or they make worse decisions, whatever. The I Am Becoming song is a great way to... Let the uh, audience know that this character is changing um, yes. through a song. Yeah, it's you know? common in in musicals, in yeah. in '90s Disney movies. It, um, yeah, it's common in the sizzle reel. You know. Yeah. Sure. Every um every time the show starts, you know, I am becoming oh, I, dumber. See, I was about to say, I, I think you're talking about emotional regression as present. <laughs> that, that, one, that one's that one also probably. If you compare the first episode and the 130th episode, um, first one might be better. Uh, I don't know. It's, no offense to our guest. We used to have like a, a menagerie of guests, like uh, our pal Alan. <laughs> oh, dude, I forgot about our. He's, pal. Yeah, he's a listener from South Africa. He was, a, our South African listener. We found out was Chris on a VPN. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like not true. Nancy, who I discovered who that was. Yeah, Nancy's gonna come on the show at some point. Yeah, I still haven't learned, have I? Or have? Oh, I? oh yeah, no, you told me. You told me. Well, don't tell him. But I, I, I don't spoilers. remember. So. So either way, you know, our show has emotionally regressed. Yeah. That is true. Um, uh, Evan, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I don't know if I've ever heard of I Am Becoming Song that wasn't in a musical. So, you know, it's like, do you like musicals? Yeah. Yes. I mean, they're basically, you have to have an I Am Becoming Song in a musical. Yeah. It shows. Name one without one. I'll wait. It really is kind of like, sure, these, right. these are complete opposites of each other. Like one is... Uh, you know, progress Growth and the other progress. is regression, literal regress. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I know which one I'm going with. Okay. I don't know if you guys need to, if you want to hear some more arguments, I'm happy. No, to. It's, it's a coin toss for me. I okay. think emotional regression is way more realistic, you know, way more, uh, relatable to my own life. <laughs> and the people that I know versus people who are like, I'm now a princess. <laughs> I don't know though. But okay, whatever. Look, I, 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 my mind is made up. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how you got. You guys ready? Yep. Three, uh, two, one. I, I am becoming, becoming song. song regression. I'm becoming. I'm becoming song. That was I flip flopped at the last I'm second. I'm becoming a song. I am becoming. A song. I just think it's funny. I also, yeah, I think there's a lot of possibilities with that. You know, 
the emotional regression is just like it just turns into like you know i don't know an adam sandler movie or something which mm-hmm. i do whatever i have no problem with that but yeah um all right we're moving this on this is to how i win the northwest part of the bracket okay um interrogation flashback versus art shift An interrogation flashback obviously you know where were you on the night of august 20 whatever and mm-hmm. then they'll be like i would think i was at, and then they you know cuts back to them doing some shit yeah uh art shift is when you know one scene might be cell shaded and then you cut and the next scene is like you know uh i don't know anime and then the next scene is like claymation basically medium shift but but it's it's art styles yes, it has to yes. specifically do with the art styles mm-hmm. absolutely um could you say that was also like the movie where like kate blanchett was bob dylan you know it was like the one where it was like all the different actors playing the same i think that's 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 uh it's a different related trip. it's related though you're right okay I, mean, I recently discovered that uh during the early pandemic a bunch of <laughs> like pretty big name actors recorded themselves reenacting the princess bride oh weird and every every scene the the actors playing the characters change it's actually kind of funny it's absolutely ridiculous uh did they just do it on zoom or something i'm pretty sure i still have it pulled up yeah it's called the princess bride home movie full that's so wild i um i don't know for me the art shift gag i think of uh waking life yeah, that's a good that's one. Like, mm-hmm. That's the one. But interrogation flashback. I, I personally don't even think interrogation flashback should have gotten out of the first round. It was going up against Guardian Angel, and I think Guardian Angel should have been there because it's a much more robust trope, full of story and life. But I guess the two people I was going up against are, are they have you know a very narrow scope of life and what <laughs> no, art is. I, I just I like uh, I like. <laughs> action crime comedy type things Uh um and i feel like interrogation flashbacks are always fun in those and uh you know i think we brought it up recently but uh the usual suspects is like a a good example of that because everyone has like yeah different stories and like you kind of get to see how they all combine it was so cheap because it ended up being a uh you yeah, don't spoil oh. a 30 year old <laughs> movie please sorry. uh sorry uh, Gar- guardian angels week it's like whatever you there's some fucking magical god who's watching over it's you who not, cares it's, it's not like, always how it is boo, whatever boo. okay whatever okay you, you ready to make a decision on this one yeah i think so. you're still thinking yeah chris you ready yeah i'm ready all right three two one interrogation uh, flashback Alexi with the switch <laughs> up what a, what, a, what a jerk got him hoodwinked um bamboozled yeah, hardship bamboozled. to me just seems like the thing you do when you run out of ideas you know like let's make it I guess purple it, now it's only good for like <laughs> one one episode of any given series you know it's just an experimental technique versus yeah. like a I just re- garden I, variety very narrow-minded story device right yeah, which totally. i'd rather have a story device than a technique all right you know um and here's the thing that i probably didn't tell you guys the four that ends up in the final cut four chris is going to use all those tropes in tonight's recap of oh, Tree oh so yes it's not happening uh soap within a show versus tabloid melodrama so okay. soap within a show is specifically talking about a fictional soap opera i personally go bigger with show within a show. Like yeah. I think that that's what this should be. Yeah. Um, itchy and scratchy. All, all. Yeah. Literally like, all my circuits. Uh, like all the thing, the news people and family guy. Yeah. And all yeah. That shit. Um, and tabloid melodrama. You, you always have a good example for this one. That I forgot. The Elmo's world in Sesame street. <laughs> I'm a dad now. Um, tabloid melodrama is, I don't remember the example I use, but I, I usually think of like Spider-Man or someone like that reading the daily bugle. Like, um, you know, it's a, it's like where the character, you said the character, character like finds out by, something is happening about them yeah. through like walking past like walk a, newsstand. a newsstand and pick up a newspaper. Yeah. Like, Wait a second. Yeah. Like. Basically when the protagonist is like their picture is on the front page of the tabloids and then all of a sudden they're like, Oh shit, I got to hide. It's like, very interesting. Cause that again, that's a device to move the story forward and do something mm-hmm. where a soap within a show is like a little gag on the side. I kind of hate the tabloid melodrama though because it always feels so forced. It always feels like a fake protest in a movie like, are they really that famous it, that they would make a front page of the news? Isn't there a lot else going on in the world? It's That's, also... Isn't su- succession is basically like tabloid melodrama after tabloid melodrama because they're always succession. watching the fucking like news in it and it's like, mm-hmm. here's the latest that's happening with the family or whatever. I don't yeah. Know. Citizen Kane though. It's I kinda, mean, that's it, all tabloid melodrama. 
And that's what is that the best movie in the world? Some yeah, all the time. Yeah. Some might say, I, would say. I think Shrek too, but you know, <laughs> diff- no, I'm kidding. Shrek one's obviously better. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Go ahead. Well, you had something. I don't fucking remember. I don't really know. Yeah. I, I'm ready to vote. I don't know about y'all. I'm ready as well. Are you ready? Evan? Yep. Um, all right. So yeah, three, two, one. Soap, Soap within, within a show. show. Soap within a show with the yeah. easy, easy. It, it may be, it may be like a little gag, but. I think it's funny and t- tabloid melodrama. I th- sometimes it's it's telling instead of showing. It's like yeah, technically you're showing, but you're just literally writing it out for me. It's like <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Every like time a, you go like into a, a shower, there's soap within a shower. Oh, oh wow, very nice. Uh, <laughs> the next one I think is gonna be. These are the two heaviest hitters that are left in the tournament, in my opinion. Um, I don't like Evan. Why don't you go ahead? Oh, and the, the heavy hitters. We have the number one seed corrupt the cutie up against the number three new era speech. We entering a new era here on the tournament with this this, <laughs> with this matchup. Um, Chris, you want to explain what these are? Yeah, corrupt the cutie is basically when you introduce a character and they seem like super sweet and bubbly and harmless, and then you know at some point there's a big twist and they are like this kind of menace or you know mm-hmm. it was like me during this tree fort at the beginning i was very bubbly and by day four <laughs> i banned evan from the chat for an hour because <laughs> he made fun of me <laughs> i thought that was a glitch no, I, you made fun of me he made fun of me I, that's he, where i became the antagonist he <laughs> made fun that of the fact that i was shooting on a phone so i banned him for an hour I just, like I every the rest time of the someone's crew. holding a beer while they film i just love it, it just to me it's in the moment it's, I gave, a, it's, it's beautiful. the scott palmer school of filmmaking i gave the rest of the crew uh a new era speech and I brought Evan back. Yeah, I was like, totally. I wrote, it's a tyranny. And then I sent a devil emotion. That's true. That's <laughs> said, true. Anyone else makes fun of me. You're out of the chat. Um, the, the new era speech is basically, you know, I, I associate it with like superhero slash supervillain movies where, you know, there's a new ruler and he basically makes, you know, he gives a giant speech about how things are going to be from here on. And now, imagine, it's usually a bad thing. Wouldn't it be funny if, you, there was like a new era speech, but the, the new the ruler had like a speech impediment. Oh god! I couldn't say their R's or something like that. We're, wasn't there, wasn't we're there a movie wing, about that? We're entering a new era. <laughs> El- Elmer Fudd is on top now. That's fucking ridiculous. Did you guys see this uh, anime cyberpunk edge runners on Netflix? No. Okay. Is it any good? It's fucking awesome. But the corrupt the cutie is very much the thing where he's like, he's a little uh, dweeby nerdy kid. And then he runs into, you know, some people who are, you know, criminals and he's like, I want to do that. I want to be a part of the gang. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and then it's all good of a sudden, probably, yeah, right? by the end of the season, the guy's the fucking boss. Oh, damn. Spoilers. I mean, it's a good story device, you know? I don't know. Evan, Evan what are you, what's your opinion on the matchup? What do you think? Oh, yeah. Corrupt the cutie way more. I think we all like that. We all we all like to see the innocent person get tainted a little bit more than the new era speech. Because the new era speech, somebody starts talking, you're like, okay, Thanos. <laughs> we know how this is going to go. Um, all right. Well, you guys ready to vote? Yeah, let's do uh, it. Three, two, one. Corrupt, corrupt the cutie. A sweep. I mean, I think that's what happened last time, too. Corrupt yeah, corrupt the cuties. It's a pretty strong one, you know. Making moves. All right, Chris, close it out. All right. To close this one out, we are... Uh, it is the the power of friendship versus safely secluded science center, which, to be honest, I'm surprised safely secluded science center has made it so far. Well, it's only because it went up but, against shield bearing Mook, which is <laughs> Mook, which is just like a, a, a little goon that in a video game <laughs> that has a shield. So you have to hit it three times this, instead of once. This entire uh, region was was pretty weak. There, it's it's strange. There were it seemed like every matchup. Uh, to, to begin was like two weak ones or two really strong ones. So we oh. lost a lot of great ones and well, a lot I, of weak ones moved on. Yeah, let's let's finish this and then real quick, I'll give you what I think, which one we lost in the beginning that should have, we'll do like a kind of a okay. RIP a a retrospective. retrospective quicker. Okay, so the power of friendship, that is uh, you know, what it sounds like. Uh, you know, you're the, our hero's about to die or whatever, and then they're saved by the power of friendship. Yeah. Um, I can't. It's, like, it's almost like I mean, Captain Planet comes to mind for me, where it's oh, yeah. like that. Yes, it's like they have all these powers, but it's also kind of friendship is involved. You know, where that kid's like heart. And you're like the fucking nerd is like heart. What the hell? <laughs> little, little Peruvian kid or something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then safely secluded science center. You know, think. Uh, 
think about the the science like underground science lab in Stranger Things or I think there's one in Pokemon that's like yeah. hard or, to get uh, to like in Interstellar when he finds like the NASA lab you know it's just like we're underground and we've been around you know exactly yeah, I feel like, I feel like, like the like, whole the key word is safely right because it's like supposedly it's safe that it's so secluded and then no doubt something goes wrong mm-hmm. yeah that's true you know um, it always ends up filling with water or something. The lights go out and everybody has to go above ground. Oh, it's like a deep, it's like a deep blue sea. It's like a location versus a I don't know a, a Deus ex machina or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. It's always like machina. some guy like secluded in like amber gel or something like that, and they're like he'll never escape here. <laughs> Maximum security facility. Next thing you know, he's out. Um, you guys, Evan, you got any opinions on this matchup? Let's see. The, the power of friendship is extremely lame. I don't know if <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't know if I like that one. I feel like uh, there's it's it's a hard thing to 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 actually come across and not be like a cheesy thing. I feel like you've got to have like oh they were super best friends in the beginning and then they had a falling out and this is like you see that in a movie and you're like okay I don't know Creed, they're gonna make the, up. this new Creed movie that's the whole story right it's like old friends they have to fight each other or whatever. I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're gonna shit know. on Michael B Jordan live on the show you're welcome <laughs> <Yeah>. to leave. <laughs> Uh, what are your thoughts on the science one? I like it. I think it's fun. I always liked, you know, what's, you know, underground, what's, what's behind that cell, you know, cell door behind the, the giant, uh, yeah. what do they call those things? The vault. Safe wall yeah, yeah. In, in the vault. Yeah. Well, if you guys are ready, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. The Safely secluded science center. center. Damn. We left Alexi alone. Power, power, power friendship. Yeah, I know. Power friendship. <laughs> power friendship, friendship right here. None. All right, real quick. Tree, uh, retrospective, not tree for retrospective, but okay. this is a real trope creep invitational bracket matters. Retrospective. We lost a lot of great tropes over the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by State Farm. <laughs> That's right. But the one that really we shouldn't have lost in my opinion, was elder abuse. I knew that's... I, Nothing, that was, if, if, you, if you had me guess, that's what I would have gone with. Nothing funnier than an old person getting beaten up <laughs> or like or getting money stolen from or something like that. Elder abuse is a good one. And it's also it's a versatile one, too, because it's also got... You can do drama with it. You know. it does uh, Clint Eastwood get his ass kicked in Gran Torino? Is that what happens? Is I never get, saw it. I don't really watch Clint Eastwood movies, lawn. but yeah. that'd be cool if you did. I think I he guess. does. Isn't he a, like a right wing guy or something? Yeah, like that? he's problematic. Is that the one you were going to pick too? Elder Abuse? Yeah, 100%. I was between Elder Abuse and Invisible Holes. <laughs> Invisible Holes is pretty funny. That was a tough matchup. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're moving on. We're in the edit eight, and Evan is going to introduce all of these and give, oh, us, wow. give us like his kind of, uh, if he was making a movie, how he would use each right. of these Right. Okay. Let's pretend I'm an executive yeah. at Paramount and someone <laughs> says, I've got a, a brand new picture for you. Okay. This one's about a hellhole prison. <laughs> or this one is just basically ripping off everywhere, everything all at once. And we're just going to do a medium shift gag. And I'd be like, oh, I'm an executive. So I'm going to go for the easy money. Yep. Rip off the Oscar winner. 100%. Yeah. Hellhole prison. That's. That's done now. We can't. We don't want to talk about that stuff. We want to end prisons, right? We don't like prisons for profit. I feel it depends who's funding it. I guess right. Like if the right wing are funding it, they're going to be like more prisons in the movies. But if the left wing are funding it, they're going to be like more medium shift gags. That's what mm. we need. Yeah, I want a musical inside of a video game, inside of you know a podcast. You know, just Ooh. a podcast in the middle of your TV show. Like, How about that? Like a podcast? That's pretty cool. I will say from a podcast perspective, Hellhole Prison works a lot better because how are we going to do a medium shift gag on a podcast? Well, what do we do? Start speaking I mean, the, language. I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> that this podcast feels a whole lot more like Hellhole Prison than medium shift gag. <laughs> That's why we keep doing it. You yeah. know, it's no way out. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything else to add on these because we just talked. No, about no. I think at this point we don't we don't really go back over them. We can give yeah. quick thoughts if we have anything. I guess, Chris, you need to remember that whichever one of these makes it through, you need to figure out a way to put it in the recap video. I'm not doing that. Come on, that's part of the it's part of the thing. No. This podcast is a painting now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> way more boring. Yeah. Well. 
Maybe less boring. I was like, you paint sick. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, all right, you guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. Three, two, one. Hell medium chief yeah, gag. Medium chief gag. What? Medium chief. Why did you guys not pick Chris a whole is going to put it in the. That's e- way easier to pull yeah, off. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's tainted my voting for the rest God of the time. Damn it. I thought you could put a hellhole prison pretty easily. Just like get a shot of, uh, I don't know, if someone. Doing so like just hanging out or I don't know yeah whatever okay <laughs> job, because you watch this recap you're so in you're prison. gonna put a medium shift in there <laughs> no I'll figure out a way to shoot it for you it'll be pretty funny um all right I'm beco- I am becoming song versus love can make you gonk two fucking heavy hitters for real yeah. for real yeah um I don't know I, I feel like I am becoming is like a stronger device but love can make you gonk you gotta think about it makes it's me a, gonk it's a song as well. Yeah, it's pretty easy to put that into a tree fort retrospective, isn't it? Wow, that's that's a good point. I mean, love can make you gonk. You'd have to do some animation and stuff like that. Crazy. Yeah, can you feel the love tonight? You know, that's a little bit of both right there. You know, oh, I'm becoming king. I've got to grow up. You know, I've got to be the man, and it's also making me, you know, gonk, gonk. You know, <laughs> to, to to love this lioness. I've got to grow up into oh, the lioness. Love this lioness. <laughs> It's, en- it's enough to make kings and vagabonds believe the very best. I don't think he was gonking though. You know what I mean? Like he was like he had a, he had a shit together for a cat. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he was, he was, he was Tom and Tom. That's a cat that gonks. He was like, that's a whole gonking cat. You know. Um. All right. You guys ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Love, Love can, can make, make you gonk. gonk. I was on the fence, dude. As it's I tough. counted down at two, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but love can make you gonk. Wow. That's okay. So I'm going to go out and get a shot of someone being like, oh, okay, great. Um, the edit eight is almost wrapped up. Are Chris, what we got? Um, we are now in the Northwest bracket. And we have interrogation flashback versus uh, soap within a show. For us, we're just going to do show within a show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a blowout. Yeah, you think so? Do oh, we just yeah. do we just go for it? Yeah, I think so. Three, two, one. Soap interrogation flashback. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, soap within a show. That one's easier to pull off in the recap as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. especially cool. because this year, you know, the the graphics are. They're like TV themed, television themed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do. That, <laughs> I think but. for show within a show, you're doing it. Literally, you're filming shows, and the show is. The I recap. just need a single shot of someone filming. Okay, I got you. Like, all right, so a shot of someone filming, someone going Aruga, medium shift gag. I'll have to figure out. I don't know what. To, I'll figure something out. Like okay. someone playing a guitar, cut to a picture of a guitar. That might work. How about okay. this? How about I will, we'll show me watching the day one recap, which is like. <laughs> And then day two, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and day three, I'm like, what? <laughs> That'd be pretty dope. All right, let's round out the edit eight. Evan, what do you got? We have Corrupt Acuity versus the Safely Secluded Science Center. You know, I could imagine Acuity in a science center who's corrupted Ooh. by like the Prometheus in there who's like, you know why they keep me in here, don't you? She's like, no, why? And he's like, because I'm too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> the world can't handle me. I'm t- then she's like, okay. <laughs> what do you mean? I, uh, that, that's what that would be a good good show. This is why the trope creep invitational is so important, is because it invites these tropes to creep Hybrids. around together. You know, yeah. and which tropes gonna creep to the top? I just looking at it. I, I'm not sure. And um, and and I guess we you know on top of using these four in the recap, Chris has actually promised that he will for our sizzlers. For our Patreon subscribers, write a feature-length script using all 32 drops. I will not do that. <laughs> Just for the Patreon subscribers. <laughs> some, some say there is no writing, only rewriting. I say there is no writing. There is no writing, period. There is, is no you writing. didn't ask for it. 75-page right. script. Does, does anyone have... Uh, I was thinking more like 120. Does anyone have any uh, anything to say before we vote? No. Evan? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to vote. All right. Three, two, one. Corrupt, Corrupt the cutie. Wow. That was going to be an easy I one. I think it's won everything 3-0. Every single tournament, every single battle it's been in. It's, so how do we put that in the reel? Um, good luck. I don't know. How, how, well, it's going to be easier than the safely secluded science center. So. <laughs> 
that, that is a great point. I have to drive out to like like deep Idaho. <laughs> Chris, I got it. You're like, uh, dude, it's Tuesday. Yeah, just go it's grab so one secluded. of the kids from Kid Fort and shove a cigarette in his mouth. Oh and my god! Up on stage, corrupt the cutie. Good. All right, we're at the final cut four. Um, this is gonna be where we're all like dreams are made here like hopes and dreams are dashed and made yep yep so um in, in the west we have soap within a show versus corrupt the cutie and in the east we have love can make you gonk versus medium shift gag uh the, there's start still the so much to say about each one of these categories yeah you know? these are like really giant groundbreaking topics that even if we had maybe four episodes to cover we couldn't no, these are really not. intense, in-depth. Things. Luckily, uh, it think looks it, it looks like we filled just about enough time, <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. so I think we're we're yeah. doing all right. All right, well, let's start in the east. Love can make you gonk for medium shift gag. Yeah, it's a um, it's a tough one. I like them both, because uh, especially because they're both just gags, like they're yeah. single use, dumb things and. Single-use dumb things, yeah. kind of like, um, I don't know, like a plate. Yes, totally. Yeah, I mean, there was one time, to bring it back to a music festival thing, I was working and uh, Best Coast was playing, and then, like, after the show, like, I screamed, like, Bethany, I love you! Like, as she's, like, walking to her trailer, and she turns around, like, all shocked or whatever, and, like, dude that I was working with, he was like, never fucking do that again. He's like, we do not yell at the talent. He's like, act professional. You are not you were on a job. Yeah, I was, I was on a job. Yeah, oh. I, was, I was filming her in the pit. I was fucking singing so along. Wild. I was singing along to every sh- every song while I was filming. Yeah, wow. Learn your lessons. Love can make you gong. You, you know? gonked. You were gone. <laughs> absolutely you gone. And then there was a medium shift. He medium shifted his ass right out of that job. Right. right. <laughs> and so now, like when I see Tignataro get in the elevator, I just let her go in, and I don't get in with her, and I let you know. Yeah. That's that's. That's anti gonking. Right yeah. yeah, you anti gonk now. Well, I, I, can, I don't think she'd be into you anyway. Getting, <laughs> getting, getting yelled at can make you anti gonk. That's that's what it is. I, I walk into the elevator with whoever. I just don't look at them. Yeah, yeah I, just, I, I, I just do, do my own thing. Yeah, whether you're a celebrity or not, I'm not going to look like you in the elevator. I'll, I'll hang out in the same place as you, but I will not talk to you. Mm-hmm. I just don't do it. You know? Yep. Unless maybe, I don't know, who's one celebrity that I would gonk at? I'll stand around awkwardly. David Chase, you gonna give him a pitch and elevator pitch, dude? I wouldn't even recognize David Chase if he walked in this room. Dick Wolf. I would just be like, uh, "Who is this guy in my room?" Um, Yeah, I don't know if there is one. Do you have one, Chris? A celebrity that you, if you saw them, you'd be gonking the whole pavement crew. I don't. It's a good point. If I saw Steve Malkmus, I'd probably be like, "There's Steve Malkmus." Damn. Yeah. I wouldn't talk to him. What about like Giannis? No, no basketball I players. I just don't think that any one of them would make me like, oh my God, I'm stunned. Giannis is gigantic though. So what if like Lionel yeah. Messi is like holding a soccer ball and he drops it and like, are you going to pick it up or are you just going to like ignore it? I would flick it up to him <laughs> and then I'd be like, you're not the greatest. <laughs> um, all right. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We're, we're in the East, right? Yeah. Yep. Three, two, one. Love, Love can, can make, make you gonk. gonk. Damn. Who would have thought anecdotes. that a gag of like, like the basic ass auga gag would make it to the finals? <laughs> I mean, anyone who knows us. Yes. I think they could have guessed. It's all about love, baby. Yeah. We should have had a, I don't know. I, we should save the final for next week and have a panel of accomplished writers and executives give their thoughts. Okay. Um, Can you book it? Yeah. <laughs> you book it? Yeah. I have, I have a little bit of time today. All right. Well then. <laughs> all right. Well then. Yeah. Let's just save the rest of the show. We don't even need to finish it. Yeah. Okay. Soap within a show. All right. Fine. We'll do it if he wants to. <laughs> Go ahead. What is it? Soap within a show versus corrupting the cutie. It's <sighs> a tough one. This is an easy one for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. One of my favorite uh, bits of all time is the Atlanta episode where they like do like the public access television show. Like, give us all that one. I, oh I, I saw like, was it like one of the first two seasons? I only saw the first. I think two it was seasons. the first season. So I probably yeah, they saw have like fake commercials in there, like a guy who like buys a Dodge Charger to like make up for his like small dick or whatever. <laughs> it's great. I, I love it when they just go left on the plot for a little while. I think I'm. You're decided. Showing my hand a yeah, little bit Yeah, it sounds here. like you're decided on that one. No, that's um, reasonable. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it is it is a very tough one. It's a very tough one. Um, I am I got my mind made up, and I really have nothing else to say about it. All but right. I don't know, Chris. If you, my mind's made up. It's tough, but it's also, there's a clear favorite for me. All right, shall we? Yep. All right, three, two, one. Corrupt so with the show. show. You motherfuckers. How did that, how did Corrupt hmm. the Cutie not make it? 
I feel like that one is like way more like every single film almost can be traced back to some sort of element of that, you know? Yeah, but soap within a show is a funny gag. <laughs> God damn it. The two tropes that made the final are like just gags. This is ridiculous. Yep. Um, well, this is a heavy hitter matchup. I mean, for anyone who likes yeah, a good old fashioned cartoon, <laughs> you'll love the finals. <laughs> oh, my know? goodness. Yeah, the, that, the final cut for. It was it was pretty solid. It was I, I'm, very I'm good. surprised medium shift gag made it that far. Honestly, I feel like salary man got snubbed. Salary man really should have gotten out of there because yeah. that's a that's a solid yeah. character. And that's one of the few that we had that was a, a character based trope, you know, um, but whatever. I guess. Yeah. Corrupt Cutie was yeah kind of character. Um, hey, at least something something Leonard Bernstein didn't make it, which is crazy because that's come up like probably 10 times since we like figured out how to call that. You it's know? true. It's true. I forget lyrics all the time, yeah. you know, but never going to forget that trope. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the final. Yeah. Do we what? have a fun name for the final? Oh, yeah. It's called the Sizzle Reel Trope Creep Invitational Bracket Madness Tournament Championship Matchup Game. Hell yeah. What's the acronym on that one. Uh. <laughs> It boomed to <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that makes it not an acronym, but an, an, initi- initialism. an initialism, right? Uh, we'll be we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, guys, which trope is going to creep to the top? Both of these tropes have crept their way up the mountain. Mm-hmm. They're at the peak, but there's only room for one. So one of these tropes is going to get kicked off that mountain, while the other one creeps on up to the top. Uh, we got soap within the show. We got love can make you gonk. Yeah, these are heavy. These might be my two favorites. These are the two heavy hitters. There's nothing left to say except whoever wins it is going to fucking love it. We're going to email. The, the people you want to see a little bit more. You know, the people want to see the fireworks. We have to see them battle. We have to at least give a, you know, this, make, well, make a case for each one the, here. There's one that I, I think is like. A better device, and then there's one that I I just. All right, you pick it, one, and I'll, it, I'll play debate and pick the other one. In my heart, you know, it's it's the other one. Yeah, yeah, Chris, you pick one and debate it, and let Evan kind of. Okay, I'll I'll pick soap within a show. Okay, I think that there's way more examples, uh, and you you can do a lot more with it. Uh, there, there's more. Uh, there's better comedy involved in it Pro- with with love can make you gonk. It's like, it's the one thing. Yeah. But the problem with soap within a show is that what's the fucking point of the show. If the soap within the show is the more important thing, then the show just doesn't have any point. It's not existing. more important. It's just another thing within this show. But imagine know, if that happened every single episode and all you <laughs> saw was the soap within the show and you didn't see the show. Then you're like, why does the show exist? Might as well just watch the soap within a show. And at what point does the show not well, even exist? Well, you're already watching the soap within a show at that point. And at what point does the soap within a show become the whole show? I don't know. I think that I think that right. we should do that though. <laughs> we, we should market a, a cartoon one way, and then it's something completely different. Like in the opening scene, it's like the characters are watching TV, and then you, well, it's Robot Chicken actually. Oh, okay. Robot Chicken is a show within a show, but the only time you ever see the Robot Chicken is at the very beginning. That's true. Yeah. You know? uh, right. You could just like do like a kid show, like it's about a puppy, and then like the show the puppy watches is like pro union communist values. You know, I love that. <laughs> I like the that. Kids. I like that. Um, uh, Love can make you gonk. It has it's endless oodles of fun for everybody. Uh, you can you endless can, oodles. They can gonk over and over every single episode, and I'll like people will never be like, "Damn, that's old." People will be like, "I love this old gonking shit." You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay, man, I get you. <laughs> just how I feel. It's just how I feel. All right. I mean, I can see how it's one dimensional though. You know, as well. super one dimensional. Right. I mean, what, but what happens when he stops gunking? You know, what happens when the gunk goes away? If you gunk too long, your face will get stuck like that. <laughs> <laughs> now it might go blind. <laughs> does does whoever's gunking ever get the girl, or is it always just like gunk, great, gunked and rejected? It's a great question. I feel like usually out of funniness, it's gunked and rejected. Yeah, but gunk. Gunking is a funny thing. I like the yeah. word. Gunk. I mean, I mean, like, look, there is a cartoon that's basically, you know, is based around gonking, more or less. Yeah. Johnny Bravo. Yeah, that's like his that's whole a thing. Good point. Yeah, he's gonking all the time. Womanizer. Um, I think <laughs> I kind of have my mind made up. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy to listen to any final closing arguments. <sighs> I just the best trope in media is three, two, one. Soap within a show. Soap within a show. Congratulations. Wow. It's one. 
Soap within a show. <laughs> you picked soap within a show to defend, and then you voted against it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, here's the thing. I thought soap within a show. It, I think it's better, and I think it's the more worthy winner. I just thought it would be funny if love can make you gonk on this whole fucking thing. <laughs> well, uh, soap within yeah. a show. Congratulations to the the only trope that's ever crept to the top of the sizzle reel trope creep invitational bracket madness tournament yes. challenge. Um, a, that was, a worthy champion. That was awesome, and you know. We had a worthy guest to help us figure it all out. Yes, oh, thank you thank so you. much, Ed Emu, for being on today. Yeah, this was a three time zone type show. It really we had was. the East Coasters and the Middle Coasters go to the Mountain Coasters. Mountain Coast. Yes. Yeah. The Middle Coasters. Um, okay, is it time for what we learned last week? Yeah, did you learn anything segment last everyone, week? The segment everyone knows and loves. Yep. All right, well, here it is what we learned last week. What we learned last week. Do you, do you want me to start us off? Okay, cool. Um, All right, Chris, why don't you kick us off? <laughs> thanks. This uh, this week, I learned that kimchi is not just uh, like a food; it's a technique, like a preparation style. In the same way that pickles are a food, but you can pickle anything. Right. You, you say pickle, people assume cucumber. You could kimchi a beef or something. I, I don't know if you can do it with beef, oh. to be honest, but uh, maybe kimchi, kimchi a tennis ball. <laughs> Maybe just vegetables, but you know, typically, <laughs> typically kimchi is like a Napa cabbage. Elitist. <laughs> Exclusionist. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. That's my bad. But that's what I learned. All right. I'll go second because mine is kind of uh, I don't know, depressing or not. I don't know how you look at it. I didn't know when Frank died when she was 15. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought yeah. Alexi thought she survived and that's how they got her I diary. I thought that's how they got her diary. I was like, she must have like, how did you tell Because she have given it to him. Like, so I thought she hid in the attic the whole time. And then she escaped and then she gave them the diary like Florida public schools. Yeah, they didn't. I didn't have to read it. So I don't even know. That's crazy because I, I thought in middle school that was like every sixth, seventh and eighth grade. Would you, we, you and I were in the same sixth, seventh and eighth grade. I know. And we, you read it. We did so much learning about the Holocaust, like because yeah. it, it, Florida has laws of, you know, they passed laws about it in the nineties. Uh, we read like night and stuff like that. Like, oh, LUSL. yeah, but yeah we didn't, that's true. We, we didn't read. The Diary of Anne Frank, I don't believe. I don't know. I don't think we did. We did. Either way, I feel bad reading someone's diary without their permission. So, uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Anne Frank did not know that. Very wow. much a shame right. that a 15-year-old died. Uh, what do you got? I, I learned this <laughs> week that it's one. not Boise. It's Boise. You just learned that? Right, I can't believe right, that you've been right. coming here you for know, so long. Sometimes, you sometimes that. things don't click. Right? I think I learned that the first sometimes time I came things here. Don't click. The other thing I learned was on at this festival, one of the artists, Petey, he was like trying to give people random facts. And he was like, did you guys know that when they say like it's going to be a 30% chance of rain, it doesn't mean like it might rain like 30% of the, it's like a 30% chance of rain. You know, like if you flipped 10 coins, three of them are going to be heads kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. He means it's like 30% of the forecast area is going to get covered in rain. Yes. And he correct. was like, I always, I've heard this fact like five times since I've learned it and I never stop people because it's so fun to tell people this stat. And uh, yeah. What? It was what, funny because there, there was a girl who, <laughs> as soon as he said it, she was like, I knew that. And, and then he, and then he was like, I never tell people that I already knew it. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, uh, by the way, Evan, yeah. I, I already knew it. <laughs> I, I, I just got to say that it doesn't, that's not, it doesn't make a difference. It's the same thing. It's still a 30% chance of rain. It's, I guess the under the under the understood part that's not said is it's a 30 percent chance of it raining on you where you are because right. it's because it's the coverage I think, well, map, I, so. I think a lot of people think that it's a 30 percent chance that it'll rain They're at all in Boise. Right, right, at yeah, all. Right. it'll rain somewhere in Boise yeah. not a 30 percent chance that you're gonna get rained on unless you're on the move the right yesterday direction. I looked at the forecast all day at no point did it say that <laughs> it was gonna you didn't go to a single show not a single show <laughs> stayed in the at, hotel room at no point did it ever say it was gonna snow and it snowed for like five hours <laughs> It did yeah. snow. Well, it you, snowed like snow styrofoam balls, yeah, too. The, it was the snow here is so strange. Snow. Yeah, it's cool. It's better than East Coast snow. East Coast snow is just rain, basically. I, I like East Coast snow, snow more. The East Coast snow, I feel like it doesn't ever stick. It like melts before it gets to the ground. Here, like that shit just 
sticking on people and shit like that. And it did look like styrofoam. It did. And it, it, it like you know, bounces like little styrofoam. I balls. just love the fact that we close the show out just how we opened it. Talking about weather. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that's, that, that's how you know a podcast has run its course when, when yeah. we're closing an opening with weather reports. That's fine. Oh, I wish I had that weather report. We should have, we should have a <laughs> weather report <laughs> show within <laughs> the podcast. We could. We do have the trend report, trend forecast with Luis. Trend forecast, yeah. We got to get them on at some point. Evan, thanks. Immediately outdated information talking about <laughs> weather. <laughs> uh, Evan, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, you have anything you want to plug or anything like that? Uh, I don't have anything to plug. Uh, I've been trying to stay off the social media stuff. I feel like it's good to... Uh, yeah. Just keep your head down. But at the same time, I still feel guilty for not being on there. So I thanks. Would, I now now feel, I feel weird about not having anything to plug. I like wouldn't I'm not feel working. guilty. I wouldn't feel guilty about it. It doesn't have to be something of yours. It can be anything that you want, anything that you're interested in or whatever. Uh, I read a book recently called Laziness Does Not Exist, which I actually plugged at Yoga Fort when they asked me to talk uh, because I thought it was pretty good. It's like you need to get rid of the negative stereotype that you have about laziness because mm. sometimes like your body needs things and you need to just let it happen instead of being like oh why am i so tired right now why am i not feeling productive like i have a like, positive view of laziness yeah, yeah, it's great <laughs> me too it's efficiency i like being lazy <laughs> i'm shooting on my phone <laughs> that's not the point of it be lazy and skip the book yeah there was one chapter that was like hold up if you're a straight man though maybe clean up the dishes and like keep your house clean <laughs> like don't <laughs> like there's a line <laughs> Which I thought um, was cool. Chris, where can the people find us? Uh, we are at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are Sizzle Real Gang at gmail.com. Send us an email. And of course, we have the Sizzle Real Cold, cold Line. line. Brr. That is 332-333-4361. Call in. <laughs> it's going to be the place for you to text in, call in. We will not answer it but we will text it. read it you yeah can text it you can, now. you can yeah. you can text wow we're, we're the scissor reels come you can a long text, way you can email you can call yet yeah, no one does any of those things we're, we're so looking, lonely i really want to do a soap within a show on the on the, the sizzle reel oh, yeah. old line just you make should. a whole drama radio drama i think that'd be lit <laughs> if you call in and like every so often leave a scene for us we'll play it in its in full on the show <laughs> okay true. You're making content. That means we don't have We're gonna to jump right in. There's going to be a gunshot a scream. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh my God. The power of laziness. Um, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I guess there's nothing else to plug. Yeah. But. Maybe next week you'll get to hear our, uh, our live show and maybe you won't. Who knows? Yeah. And a little bit about the documentary and how the screening went. And yeah, all that. absolutely. All right. It was great. See ya. Bye. Yeah. It. Bye. Productions Podcast.